Okay, I want to go over a few things before we start. First, I want to say a big thank you to everybody um, that has shown interest, that has sent messages, encouraging words um, regarding a Bible study and doing one. Um, I'm extremely, extremely humbled by it. Um, I've got to admit, I'm caught way off guard. <laughs> Uh, that's part of it. I've said I know I've said it in multiple podcasts before, but I didn't start any of this to become a pastor or a teacher. I don't want to teach. I really don't. <laughs> and, and that's not my direction. I admit I'm not good with words. I'm not good with with sometimes putting my thoughts. My brain works faster than my mouth sometimes. So sometimes, you know, it's like, yeah. Um, so I, I definitely admit that, but um, <laughs> but apparently the Lord definitely had other plans. Um, I definitely have felt moved. That way, I kind of thought in the beginning that it could happen, and I, you know, I was trying to picture myself as doing something like that, and I could never picture myself in any scenario. I could not picture myself standing in front of a church. I could not picture myself standing, you know, um, doing the videos even like you do on, you know, I mean, I just, that's just not me. That's not my interest, so, um but at the same time, in the back of my head, I'm going, okay, I'm probably going to have to do something at some point if I'm going to do this. But I just suppressed it and didn't really just just put it at the back of my head because it makes me extremely uncomfortable uh, in many different ways. But anyway, so all of that said, and God's like, yeah, pff, I don't, I don't, I don't give a crap. You're doing it. Um. And I just, I really feel that strong pull, the messages that we've seen, the, just the reception that we've seen. And again, all of this being built off of this. Um, yeah, it's just, I, I take all of it incredibly seriously. I am definitely honored. Um, I thank God every single day for even a platform. I never, I never imagined this. And I just want to let everybody know um i mean please don't look at me as a teacher don't look at me as a pastor don't look at me i mean you're gonna look at me how you look at me but what my goal here is is just to present scripture to you in the way that i see it and i feel the lord led me through it led me to it how it changed my life and how I see it in the world around me. So I just want to present those things, but ultimately this all goes back to Christ and ultimately this all goes back to the Bible. This is your only sole source of anything is scripture and anything that I say cross check it it don't necessarily take it for yeah I mean you know you're human I'm human yeah uh, but it, you know I, I just that that's just my goal in that is just to maybe present something in a unique way and there's been 
off of what you posted, we've and we did a, a whole podcast on it, and you had your Instagram post on it, that which we had an insane reception on. Um, was just what people were looking for in church, what what their issues were, um, whether it was okay, whether it wasn't, what they're not hearing at the pulpit on Sunday, what they're not getting in their lives, and it and it seems to be the same. In, in just every everywhere you look, whether or not it's statistics outside of what you did, you know, out yeah. of what we did, or you bring it into just what we personally did, and you see it's just the same answers. Yep. And people are just, there's just a hunger and thirst for true biblical teaching. And that's honestly what moved me. And well, I mean, that that's the way that the Lord moved me to go ahead and say, okay, I'll go ahead and do it. I'll go ahead and share how the different things that I may bring to the table and offer for for things. Because I, I see there's holes, and there's just people aren't giving that raw. 100% biblical truth and what this really means um, we saw there's a bunch of opinions there was a bunch of of you know uh, twisting scripture to make it fit whatever agenda you're peddling um, so all of that said I'm definitely not gonna try to be the person to fill all of those gaps <laughs> But that definitely has led me to at least say, give you a a raw biblical study, I guess. Well, and I think it was an encouragement because so much of the responses when we asked, what do you feel is missing in church? What are you lacking? What are you looking for? You know, those different questions. It was pretty much a bullseye for everything we've been feeling and you have had this kind of vision of where our family can serve others and what we can do we felt was like kind of in this area here so to hear from folks that that's what yeah looking definitely for was like oh cool then was we're, really cool we're on target and then that just made me automatically have to take on a role that well hey i've got to do it so yeah um so where are we start i definitely have got lots to learn i also want to make sure that people understand that i am i dedicate my life to this yeah but i am in no way an expert i am in no way any better than anybody that you've heard or listened to i'm just i'm just me which is is nothing you know i'm I'm the Galatians six three guy where I think I'm nothing, so I don't want to deceive myself. <laughs> so I don't. That's definitely me. So I, I definitely am still learning. Um, and but that's what's awesome about God's word, is we never get a full grasp on it. No matter how many doctorates, how many times we've taught through it, how many times we've read through. It, no, it doesn't matter. Um, we're still constantly learning and the Lord is still constantly speaking to us through it uh, no matter how many so uh, that, that I know that doesn't matter uh, but I figured and well I did again I keep saying I 
I had a completely different plan for what I was going to do because I was going to, I took a way longer approach. I was going to do this whole series. I mean, I still might. <clears throat> well, I still am going to because I put in a lot of work on it and I still have <laughs> it. But, um, but I definitely, it was taking a little bit of time and I just definitely felt the Lord pull me in a different direction. Um, Last week, after a very just emotionally draining week, he led me to, oddly enough, it's funny, which would be Jesus' first sermon that he ever preached. Um, is where you ended up Is being where led I ended up being led first. to be my first teaching, or our study that we do together, uh, led me to the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, but... This this first part I'm just gonna do a first just basic introduction and go over uh, the first part the beginning of it which is known as the Beatitudes it's famously known as the Beatitudes so it's like the first ten verses yes you have it pulled up I have it pulled up too it's the first twelve. ten tw first twelve verses of Matthew five. It's known as the Beatitudes. Well, you're technically right. It's ten verses. But it's ten verses, one but it starts. Two. It goes, yeah, yeah, one and two, yeah. So that's that's what I was trying to say. That's where I said in my yeah. Your dyslexia gets mm -hmm. you such. <laughs> most people already. Most people know, probably, all this information. In case you didn't, there are a series of eight proverb-like statements. Seemingly, they have no real narrative at all because Jesus just comes in and he just like just up. drops the bomb on saying all of these things. I mean, these people, the people at the time were looking for a completely different, you know, had a completely different idea of the kingdom and, and had a completely different way of the way that it was going to come into the earth um and obviously jesus get ends up getting there throughout and and we'll go over it but he ends up getting there throughout the sermon but um he just starts complete opposite of all social order and this is exactly this is how he just first goes into it um, so yeah, like I said, it's known as the, the, the full sermon is known as the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew, uh, in Luke, it's called the Sermon on the Plain. There's a ridiculous debate on whether or not this is the same. I believe that this is the same sermon in between Luke and Matthew. It's just different in the way I'm not going to go into that unless somebody really wants me to, but. I really think the argument is really stupid on it. So I, anyway, I believe it's the the first or the same sermon, not the first, but yes, the first, the uh, the same sermon. Uh, but it also is one of the misinterpreted, misunderstood, and just kind of overlooked sermons that Jesus preached. I mean, it's just it's just been a disgrace what either people do to it <clears throat> or what they don't do it to it 
because there's so much in it. And seemingly, if you don't really understand where Jesus is coming from, you're not going to really get it. We've seen a lot of like modern teachers go into it, teaching that these are some kind of you know blessings for our you know our our here and now. So instead of just talking about, why don't you go ahead and read? Verses 2 through, yeah, just go ahead and do 2 through 11 so we can go ahead and just, 12. yeah, just do, just go through 11 right now. Okay. Cause I'll, yeah, I'll go through 12 later. Just go through 11 now so we can give them just a general idea of what I'm talking about as far as what these, bl- it, 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 in, okay. enable to kind of shape that. So Matthew 5, 2 through 11, and we're reading, um, out we're of reading, the yeah, ESV. the ESV. Um, again, that's my preferred study version. I hope this isn't a problem. I know people, I have no problem with different versions, um, that people use. This is just my personal favorite, what I like. Um, so I hope that's not an issue for anybody, but. All right. And he opened his mouth and taught them saying, blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness, righteousness sake for theirs is the kingdom of heaven and i had you read it because i think you'd do better (laughs) blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account okay so a couple different things with that um i've seen some ridiculous things done with it i even remember when i was little it was like well Blessed are the meek, so you got to be quiet and you got to be calm. Yeah. Because Jesus said, "Blessed are the meek." Um, you know, and then the peacemakers and different things like that. I've seen "Blessed are the peacemakers." I've I've even seen that on T-shirts with like the the blue stripe across it. Um. I've I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is this is the first raw beginning of what we're talking about here. There's so many different things that this one chunk of this sermon means it's not even funny and i will try to hit on as many as i can first it's important to understand what he's talking about i mean he comes he's coming on the scene preaching his first sermon out there just starting with blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven what (laughs) what is this guy and then he goes, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. This just is not, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. It's all the this really just, cruddy things. And you have to, his, Jesus' audience here is probably middle to upper class. So listening to this, so this would be like our just imagine put your head in the exact place of our middle and upper class today this guy comes in and says 
Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed those who are mourned, they shall be comforted. Blessed the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. This goes completely opposite against anything. Again, yeah. like I said at the beginning, it goes completely against what our natural social order just ends up being, um, tragically enough. So he comes in and just, and just, so you have to understand that he's talking about, <clears throat> at first we have to get a correct view of, of what kingdom he's talking about. In this sense, he's talking about the literal and eternal state. So he's talking about his literal millennial thousand year reign where we fulfill the rest of the promises to Israel and we we live out that reign as ruling and reigning with him. This is what this is the kingdom that he's talking about. So he's talking about these these kingdom values so he's, he's painting a picture of, of what the kingdom looks like obviously he, he's painting it in a picture of where it's not all coming right away you've got to go through this little period of time before you get to this point so he's again this is this is would have been really confusing to somebody that if they expected him to be the Messiah and do these things and, right and now. do these things right sure. now because this is well he's saying they're saying well yeah that's what you're supposed to do right you're supposed to come and set everything right and so right obviously now. yeah obviously this is setting more of a, a, a period for him to 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 show that the kingdom comes you know in, in ways that can't be seen as we go on and, and we'll read on um, so getting that correct view so but then going the poor in spirit okay well what does the poor in spirit mean um i i like to take i think this is an interesting way to look at all of these um is there a result after one of the other so they kind of snowball off of one of uh one of each other so in that saying I'm poor in spirit. I need a savior. I need Christ. I'm, I'm, you know, as I said earlier, I'm, I'm nothing. I, I'm, I need that. Um, I mourn for that. You know, I, I, I look for that. Knowing that, knowing that you're poor in spirit and you get to the point where you're mourning makes you meek. Hmm. Right, so you're yeah. you you get to the point where that that calms you, you know, to you get that, um, and then you just hunger and thirst after this meekness for this, um, <clears throat> which once you hunger and thirst for this, this obviously gives you, um, and and I'm gonna credit a lot of uh, Aaron Utek from yeah. And he he definitely did a great job with helping me kind of shape my view yeah of of this um, but it, it will make going on tumbling down that makes you want to be merciful and pure it makes you want to be a peacemaker to spread the God you know to, to, to give these things to others to just be that kind of I've never thought of it in that way um, 
and then once you you get to all this point right the peacemaking trying to do all these things once you do all these things for christ you're be automatically persecuted yeah for righteousness sake for his name and then immediately it jumps to guaranteeing you blessed are you when others revile and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account so we start at the beginning from us coming to him completely just blind naked and poor sure. needing needing that yeah. then going to, all the way down to being guaranteed that we're going to suffer these things you know and be persecuted for these things so i love that way of looking at that um in the Beatitudes, and I, I think that's that's definitely one of Jesus's intent uh, was to to have these things, and that's the way. Just even originally that I kind of read it. I mean, these things aren't these are by no means conditions to enter the kingdom of God. These are um, these are just blessings for for things that you've already gone through. For people that have already entered the kingdom of God, they're given these guarantees off of this this process that you go through. Um, so I, I, I really like it turning into a process like that. Um, I feel like that makes sense. Yeah, it does. You know, I've never looked lot. at it that way, but you bringing that up and sitting here looking at it, it's like, well, you're right. It, it's a process that you go through, and it's hard and it's difficult because it's, the opposite of what this world is telling us to want but it makes perfect sense and it comes with the ultimate promise of what we have to look right and, to. And that's just amazing yeah so so tumbling them yeah. one right after the other is really awesome you can unpack each and every one of them um you know all of us who mourn for of course that can be taken literal um death pain disease we have people in our in our home church ministry that are going through disease, pain, sickness, death, all these things. Absolutely, this is a literal promise to you as a follower of Christ. You will be comforted. Will be comforted. Of course you know as we go more on more into it um, being a f follower of Christ and that type of lifestyle becomes evident in, in exactly what he's saying so there's definite guarantee in knowing that you will be comforted uh, blessed are the meek for they should shall excuse me getting ready to hiccup <laughs> Woo. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Um, absolutely, that can be taken literal. Um, that's what, that kind of is just a general description of our Christian lifestyle to begin with. We're called to be meek. This is what these things, this is a result of all of these things. It, it makes our meek, right? We're not mm -hmm. supposed to be the loudmouth, blabbermouths yelling, build the wall. Yeah. 
And yeah, I know that's going to piss a lot of people off. I don't care. This is you. We told we're going to go for a fully raw Bible study here. And this does that. Anybody that has that kind of pride, this kind of attitude, I'm not saying that this specific topic, I don't want to turn this into that, um, makes you that. But um, that type of attitude and that type of person is definitely not the meek attitude. Sure. Um, and, and that's just, you know, we see the meek attitude in, in, in just the whole lifestyle of Christ. Right? I mean, he, he walked in. Everybody, you know, Mary and Martha, that's your and Lexus thing. That's the perfect example. I mean, we have one freaking out because she's like, hey, she's not dead. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, chill. Yeah. <laughs> You're all yeah. worried. About... That's meekness. So that can absolutely be taken literally um, in that way. Um, that reflects a Christian lifestyle. So we have to remember that. Um, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Um, I think those of us who are all in Christ, we all see a hunger and thirst for righteousness because we can all turn on the TV. Even being American Christians like we are, we can turn on the TV and we can see the tragedies happening all over the world. We can see our brothers and sisters in China. We can see these little kids in Syria, in, in Lebanon, and all abortion. these abortion, you name it. Um, you know, I sit here in tears reading some story, you know, just again, the, the New York abortion case and the clap. I definitely hunger and thirst for the righteousness of that. Um, you know, you see pain in the world every day, everywhere, everywhere you look. So you know and then the the quick guarantee there of saying for they shall be satisfied that is i think that's an awesome way to wrap that up um blessed are the merciful for they shall receive mercy again this is like this is again we don't want to turn this into commands but this does end up turning into a command here because this turns into forgiveness Mercy is forgiveness, right? So if we're merciful, we will receive mercy. Isn't it crazy to see, like, you know how when you were a kid you play that game, Mercy? Like, mm -hmm. see who called mercy? Like, we look at mercy as such a negative thing. Right. Like, you're weak. Right. If you're just having mercy right. on everyone and being merciful, Correct. you're just weak and letting people Especially walk all over you. Especially in parenthood. Yeah. You're all of a sudden your kids are going to learn a horrible lesson and they never ever will respect you if you show them. Yeah, because you're just like a pushover. Exactly. So, I know. Again, I've I've been so angry, and this is the greatest thing, just therapeutic thing, selfishly for myself that I've ever done. I've been so angry at the children before doing, you know, something. And I remember a couple times just specifically going, you did this, didn't you? Yes. Okay. And they, I mean, it being something that they should have gotten punished for. Sure. I'm saying, you know what? I have decided to give you mercy. You do that. Yep. I don't want to. <laughs> Because I'm really mad. Because I'm really mad, and this is a horrible thing that you did. You knew better. 
but also I think back to all of those horrible things that I did in all of those times that God just went, you know what? I'm going to give you mercy. It's okay. Yeah. Um, how we, we need to live our lives like that consistently. We don't deserve anything, but we've been given everything. Yeah. But we're, we need to everybody that comes throughout our everyday life whether we like them or don't we need to have this type of attitude towards them just to shape that because we we ourselves are walking around you know with freedom in Christ and we don't deserve it so you know we, we have to you have and the no things that, to not show and the, mercy right mercy. and and this is your opportunity this is your chance to shine the time that you have left here on earth is your opportunity to do these things to prove not that it's some list of things that you have to do but to prove to Christ that you that you do love him and that you do walk in his in his footsteps um so going on, I won't harp on these all too long, but uh, going on to eight, I guess I think it was, yeah. um, pure in heart, that's pretty simple. Um, pure in heart is, is, I have seen so much of that in our just the beginning of this home church ministry these people that we've ran in run into um that have that are dealing with these things i mean these just tragic things in their lives and yet these people are giving glory to god and not missing anything any point to spend time in the word or to to put christ at the forefront of everything that's the pure in heart. That's that's what that is. That's so pure. And these people that are just doing. I mean, I've seen the selfless acts. Uh, we've 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 had it. I, I mean, every. I don't want to call out you know people specifically because I do. Everybody that we have is just amazing. Um. But just certain little things, you know, throughout the week that we know and that we oh, pray they just for. Flood your heart. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, so you are the pure in heart. For they she for they shall see God. Um, I think that pretty much that one pretty much explains itself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I need to go much further on that one. Um, blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called sons of God um, again this is not meant to be taken completely out of context this is not something that you can um, put on a t-shirt for a police officer and, and call it to mean the same thing um, I suppose you could boil it down to some kind of watered-down truth of that, but he's, again, he's talking about true, true followers doing this kingdom work in this, in this age. 
Um, and again, after that, he he promises, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Um, yeah, I mean, again, that one, I, I think that one explains itself. I don't think I need to go too much into depth in that one. If anybody else wants me to break those down a lot better, I will. Um, for going into 10... Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And I'm sorry, I, I skipped those. The I know I skipped the peacemakers and all that. That's why I said it. I just loosely touched on it. If anybody wants me to go deep, I know I just said it, but I feel bad for skipping on and spending more time on others because they are all equally important. But um, anyway. Uh, persecuted for righteousness sake for theirs are the king. that's one that I was on right Ted? yeah mm -hmm. um, we just got a message today from somebody that was per literally this literally happened to uh, right before we decided to do this you read it to me at dinner um, blessed are you for standing up and doing what is right and what is difficult in this world again jesus started this whole thing going completely against social order so this is where he started this and i'm gonna send this to her real quick since we're here what i'm just gonna put that scripture and send it to her in a message oh 10 okay yeah she'll yeah. get it yeah and she'll understand it when we if she hears us yep Go ahead. I don't mean to interrupt no, you. I just no, was no, like, no, you know what? Fine. I'm just going to send that. I'm, well, I'm thinking of the scripture. I want to send it to her right now. No, I'm glad you did that because as you did that, for some reason, my computer decided to like, <laughs> go um, into Do you want me to read 11 mode. for you? Um, I want it just to, for righteousness sake. Like, mm -hmm. you just, again, that that that's a very broad thing. But it's this walk, this age that we're in, is not easy. And nothing will be easy in, in standing up for Christ and doing these things. won't be easy. You'll receive so much blowback and so much hate, so much. But that's what it's all about. And that's why this is honestly you got to find some joy in this because the more you hear it here for him the better it's going to be for you in there do you want me to pull up 11 for you? do what? do you want me to read 11 for you? yeah go ahead because my, com yeah, my computer decided to stop working um, so 11 blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account Again, that goes, again, right along with what I just said about being persecuted for righteousness' sake. It's just expanding more on that. But remember, Jesus is promising these things to happen. So we see people water down this whole section of the Beatitudes, sometimes even making it for everyday life. Mm-hmm. But ending on two guarantees that these things will happen to you for his, his name. 
So in no way is this something that is for the here and now and kind of, uh, you know, um, a, a comfortable, you know, way that, that it's been taught. Um, and he's clearly talking about a completely otherworldly kingdom. And it's hard for us to understand kingdom. But I guess that's what I love making that it, the easiest way that I, you know, I just explain to, to the children is just the way that we understand it now. I mean, you know, we have obviously it was ran completely different but we have a president we have a government system we have you know obviously in kingdoms it was it was read completely different but heck enough of them have seen um you know enough movies about well you look know, at c.s lewis and the chronicles of narnia exactly. how it's set up with aslan and the, the queen yeah. and, you know and, yeah. the, and the, the people like even it's watching perfect. that you you get it's an idea loosely based off right. of this to help you picture this idea. But we have to kingdom. understand that this is a literal thing that's going to happen, mm-hmm. and it's going to be. If we're going to be a part of it. Yeah, in, in that in, yeah, in all of our earthly stupid affairs that we're so worried about now mm-hmm. mean nothing compared to this. Coming, coming. Yeah. kingdom that is the correct vision of what everybody here on earth thinks that they want you know sure. everybody has this idea of being able to live in peace and harmony and everything's fit well guess what none of that happens until, until jesus, jesus is at the hell <laughs> uh go ahead and read and it does in a literal way because he's going to sit in jerusalem and rule and reign from the whole world on David's throne. I'm going to turn this into a different study. Okay. So let's verse 12. 12. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. <laughs> Again, the last part of that. Uh, that. He was speaking to some obvious disciples, knowing that they're going into the world, um, going to be, defi- you know, facing this reality in this time period. So, uh, just giving them again another guarantee that it's not going to be easy, and that the promises of this kingdom are definitely a future kingdom. That is not of this world, mm-hmm. but will be. It will. It will be. It will on be. This world, it will but be it's on not this of world. this. It's world. not of this. <laughs> yeah. So I think that that's going to be the pre. Wow, my computer went off here. Like I really have never way. looked at the Beatitudes this way, like um, how you do with the thing. Like, and I'll just say here. Brandon has been working like crazy on this study, and he has purposefully kept me completely out of the loop, <laughs> so that way when we sat down to do this, I would be completely new and fresh to it. Um, I, I know nothing. I, he finally hinted that he went ahead and he changed everything up, and he just felt led to start with the Beatitudes. Um, so, I, so I knew that it was going to start there, but I knew none of this, and the way you did that with it 
kind of snowballing and seeing that connect, I feel like for me anyways, made me, I feel like I really see it mm -hmm. now. Well, it, I look at it. I'm connected. glad. And I hope that helps everybody just get kind of a, um, basic idea rundown of the start of the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, hopefully my quick little rundown in different way helped everybody other than you too. <laughs> of not, not in a bad no not other than you sure. I didn't mean it like that I meant like but hopefully it does something other for people other people not exactly. just me <laughs> that's what I meant to say maybe I'm just slow and so I didn't see it that way or something I don't know but I think I've... no hopefully I'll, and that's just the beginning to again I'm gonna be I'll go through I th I don't think I'll do these all on a whim but you'll listen to this and see if this sound good and hopefully this goes out no I you know, and, and so much in our world today, in the American dream and what we're told to want and to do and to whatever, I mean, you look at this, yeah, we put the Beatitudes on cutesy little signs and whatever. Um, I remember my mom made me, like, write them down and keep them in my backpack when I was in school, but I hadn't the slightest idea, like... I still kind well, of don't know why we've even, <laughs> she had me you know, carried I've around my backpack. I've even seen like but... Joel Olstein, you know, like promises that, that they'll inherit the earth one day because they're poor. You know, like just these ridiculous. But when you sit down and you really look at this, it's like, huh, that that's not what that means. But the fact that Jesus's first sermon, he's walking out and essentially going, "Hey, all this really cruddy stuff that mm -hmm. really sucks here on earth. Mm -hmm. Guess what? That's and that's what, that's what the first, and that's what, I said it in a loose way to begin this, but the, that's what the whole point of the Beatitudes is, is, is it's the first introduction to this great reversal. Yeah. Of, of everything. Yeah. That's why I said it says, it's seemingly, he's saying these things without narrative, seemingly they're like. These are crazy statements to make statements, in yeah. a very broad. Um, but going and starting off with the blessing and then the receiving of the blessing in, in the beginning of this reserve, you know, of this just great reversal of being the the meek and those who mourn and those are pure. These are all people that were last. So yeah. now these people are going to be first. And this is just mind blowing. And Last then again, it, it it shows that this kingdom obviously is not going to come all at once. Yeah. Because the meek are going to inherit. The um, you know, those mourning will be comforted, shall be comforted. It's sure, a guarantee, but yeah. they shall be comforted. Um, so it's not it, it's not something that is here on this earth or something that is achievable that's another thing is this is these are all things that are impossible yeah. for us to get into on these these are all pointing to the fact of us needing a savior for all of these things well, yeah i mean i can't just go see god i can't just be called like I yeah can't absolutely just not but things. i mean we're obviously though we're coming to him poor and speak poor in spirit mourning meek you know hunger and thirsting for righteousness um you know i mean we don't have anything to offer to him. we have nothing zero not you know i 
in that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't mean it like that. But I mean, it, it, in the way of our own righteousness, you know, yeah. we have nothing to offer. Um, we need that. So, um, yeah, I think I'll, I'll, I think that's probably a good little start to yeah. to the Sermon on the Mount. After it, we'll go over the rest of it. Maybe I'll even bust one of these out tomorrow. If, All right. So the next one, we'll just continue going through Sermon on the Mount, and then are you going to work through the whole book of Matthew, or have you decided? Um, we'll see. Praying what, about it. I'll pray about it, and then I'll see how many. If anybody says anything, if anybody likes this, if anybody hates it, if anybody wants it different, just let me know. Um, that's fine. Because well, it's one thing for us to have ideas of how we want to do our home yeah. church ministry but if that's not what's serving you yeah. the listener then there's no point in us doing it so we want to make sure we're doing what serves right the platform that god's created yeah yeah so just let us know if you like it i think you did really good thank you for your first one i know you've been really nervous and you've been working really hard and I know I keep shoving you into these things yeah, that you're not comfortable time. with, like doing a podcast and videos and our lives on Saturdays and stuff. Like that's not your um, yeah. anything. <laughs> and I know I keep pushing you into very uncomfortable territory. But yeah, I think my as, anxiety's been out the But loose. I feel like as much as I'm pushing you, God's pushing us. So I agree I with that. I, and that's why I said I don't, the fact that you've been pushing me towards this that's part of what i think god uses you a lot to to, <laughs> to you know especially with me in this so i feel sometimes like when i'm fighting what you're wanting me to do i'm fighting what god's will is through you so oh, i just keep praying about it it's okay well i know and that's why i said <laughs> oh, all right well. i think you did very good all right well hopefully it hopefully it sounds good and helps and helps people good job hun. thank you <laughs>